listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. In the final part of our show, we get a view from South Korea from Peter Kim, Managing Director and Investment Strategist at KP, KB Securities. Good morning, Peter. Hey, good morning. So, I mean, we keep hearing all about China's slowdown, and we know that China's a big trading partner of South Korea. So how is the China slowdown impacting on South Korea, and what is the government actually doing to try and alleviate some of these issues and pressures? Right, um... China is the largest exportation for South Korea, just switched over to the U.S. Uh, uh, last year, actually. Uh, and that's been about uh, 10 years in the making, where uh, China's export, uh, as the export destination has peaked, and then it started to flatten, and then it declined. Uh, so in a way, we sort of had a natural uh, uh, hedging mechanism that's set in place. Uh, but regarding your question on what Korean government is doing. Um, South Korean government has been uh, promoting the idea that uh, the economy can no longer just rely on exports for growth. And that's been going on for, for a while. And uh, we need to be more consumer-driven and more services sector-driven. Uh, I think uh, that urgency has uh, 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 been highlighted uh, from what uh, we've seen from China. Uh, so we have some new uh, emerging industries like EV batteries, uh, tourism, um, entertainment uh, to support uh, the decline of our traditional uh, or uh, cyclical exporters like uh, chemicals, machinery, and steel. So uh, it's not something that we can fix uh, within a couple of years, but uh, we've been doing it for about 10 years now. So I think uh, relatively uh, we're uh, reasonably positioned. And you talk about the entertainment industry and the tourism. I mean, everyone's now very, very familiar with K-culture. I mean, K-pop is pretty large around the world. I mean, has that been driving a lot of the uh, uptick in terms of the tourism and the entertainment side? I think so. But uh, unfortunately, tourism and entertainment uh, is not something that brings in a billion dollars uh, per project, like shipbuilding uh, and construction. Uh, so uh, it doesn't yet appear uh, uh, on our macro data as one would normally expect. It's going to be a long-term gradual process. Uh, so uh, that that is certainly a drawback. But um, now that we are, you know, less than 12 months into the lifting of uh, the COVID restrictions. Uh, we hope to see some upside uh, from uh, inbound tourism. Uh, and, of course, China's recent announcement to allow their group tours to resume again, which actually hasn't happened uh, in Korea for about eight years, even before uh, COVID, uh, that uh, China has been restricting their group tours coming over to South Korea. So hopefully um, all of that will culminate in some uh, upside surprises for the domestic economy, uh, which, as you know, uh, has been uh, uh, struggling uh, from higher rates. And just, uh, as you say, overall uh, global uh, macro environment being sluggish. Yeah, you, t- you talk about the higher rates. I know the uh, residential property market over there is quite important to the economy, and I assume the higher rates has had an effect on that. And are we starting to see residential property prices stabilise, or w- what's the situation in that sector? 
Right. Um, it has uh, uh, peaked uh, uh, last year and started to decline in certain areas. Um, uh, fortunately for South Korea, they started to hike and made uh, property market clampdown measures way before the inflation hit the, uh, the world. So uh, in that sense, they were early and they were able to perhaps preempt any uh, 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 unexpected surprises. Uh, there's always been concerns about Korean property market linked up with the very high household debt issue. Uh, and uh, my theory on that is that until we have some really uh, excessive declines in the property market, that it's not going to flow over into the household debt issue. So uh, I feel comfortable that that's, uh, we're uh, reasonably positioned for that. Uh, but it's certainly something that we have to watch. Uh, as far as the price declines go, in certain areas of Seoul, where people consider there to be some evidence of bubble, uh, we've seen some um, declines of 10 uh, teens type of a, a decline. But uh, actually, in past few months, we've seen that those areas actually see some uh, minor bounces, which is uh, positive, uh, shows some stability, I think. And then looking forward, is there anything that our listeners should be uh, focused on, on numbers or anything, you know, that trade or the economy that they need to look at um, in the next coming weeks or coming days? Oh, um, well, I think uh, uh, certainly uh, the CPI number, which is <laughs> same for everybody, yeah. uh, Korean's uh, inflation is as an island in essence. Uh, because in North Korea, we have to import in everything by sea. Uh, most of our inflation came from imported goods. Uh, and that part's been very positive. And I think uh, 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 the Korean government has been fortunate uh, in allowing its labor market to function reasonably so we don't have a, a big internally driven inflation coming from wages. So uh, I think uh, we, uh, I do expect the central bank to continue to hold. Uh, it's held now three meetings in a row. Uh, and unlike the U.S., they haven't shown any concerns over further hikes. Uh, so perhaps uh, being early uh, on the property market measures as well as inflation, uh, perhaps uh, in the next few weeks or maybe months, uh, we could see the central bank start to uh, show dovish tilt, uh, which would be very positive of the stock market. Further down the line, a major event would be the uh, uh, general election uh, next year, around April. And I think because the current government is a right-wing one, uh, but the majority of the parliament is run by the left-wing. So we've had a bit of an impact on uh, getting pro-growth policies being passed through the parliament. Uh, so if the right-wing government wins that election, uh, then it would be positive in uh, expecting more pro-growth policies to finally come through. Uh, I'm, and I sorry, think I'm, sorry, is, uh, I'm sorry, Peter, I've got to cut you off there. Um, well, that's all that we have time for. And that was Peter Kim from KB Securities.